Hello, 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 and welcome to the 400th and 17th episode of Sky Astrology, Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. Wow. It take a few years to get here, but here we are. And today, on the 7th of May, 2022, I, Claudette, founder of Sky Astrology, I'm going to share my lens on the current events and I also have an interview with the Sorting House, Natasha, who has been part of the Sky Astrology community for over two years and has a blog called the theshortinghouse.eu. Uh, Natasha is French and English. She's born in France and um, she mother tongue is English. And the reason I say that is, of course, you just heard the song that's been going around on Instagram, I Am Mother. And what I wanted to begin with is that mother doesn't mean your mama. <laughs> it means that which has given birth to anything. And that's why we say mother tongue or the mother of the um, alcohol or vinegar. It's the mother that gives birth to that thing. And on this weekend, where over 50 countries have designated one day to be Mother's Day, I'm here to speak about a current issue, but one that I feel is truly aligned with what is happening in the sky, which is my lane. I always say I stay in my lane. <laughs> But of course, I'm going to reference some other things that I have noticed. So before I bring uh, Natasha on and we talk about um, what's happening in the world, current events around a lot of things that are happening <laughs> and happened in the last two years that are ongoing, I first wanted to give... Uh, of course, a sky, sky astrological, another new word, a sky astrological aspect of this um, special idea about a Mother's Day. So, again, I have to reference Ralph Smart because he's so smart. Because, or I'm, you know, don't know. Well, it could be both. Um, that actually when we celebrate our birthday, it is actually our mother's birthday, B-I-R-T-H, right? It's the day that the mother gives birth to anything, which is us, right? And the B-Earth day, which I don't know where that came from. That's like an evolved slang. It's a brilliant word. It's speaks volumes because it's about the earth and earth has the heart, the word heart in it. And our heart starts um, developing like five weeks after fertilization. It's complete as of 10 weeks of fertilization. And so um, I find these details very telling. I believe that the universe has a mathematical divine language and when we look up and when we acknowledge and understand 
the true positions of the heavenly bodies. Uh, I have had the experience to get the true stories and the, to put in context what is happening here on the earth plane with how the universe is conspiring to get us through this incarnation. So let's begin with the fact that what I talk about later is about this decision about Roe and Wade. Now, when I look at a lot of issues, I'm sure I'm not the only one that notices a lot of things are played out from America. And people who have done research know that, of course, certain things um, travel around the world, you know, while it was Egypt and sometimes then it was China. And now it seems to be America's time to go through this spiritual birth, to go through this transition, to have this so-called, if you call it, a Pluto return it takes 248 years, but it would take longer than that. We're talking further back that this cycle has started. And so when we look at what's happening in the sky, we can see that Pluto, the outer heavenly bodies that we cannot see with the naked eye, are in key positions now. So Pluto is currently standing still, but not for long. It's been standing still since the end of April where a lot of things have happened, I find, when, when Pluto stands still. Uh, it will be um, going direct next week. I mean, sorry, retrograde. We'll be going retrograde, but it is actually not yet, has not touched, has not aligned to, is not really close enough to be uh, transmuting the energies of Capricorn. It is in the uh, place of the end of the constellation of Sagittarius, where it has been since 2006, when the beginning of Twitter. And now, hmm, what's happening with Twitter? But I, I mentioned that earlier. So, what is significant about this change is where it's taken place. Location is everything, in my opinion. And in this case, the clue is with Sagittarius because it's connected to Jupiter. Okay? And Jupiter is connected to Pisces, and so is Neptune. And Neptune and Jupiter are still together at the beginning of Pisces and Neptune actually returned to Pisces last year briefly then went retrograde but this year it went in and will stay until another 166 years and based on not just my experience but the community of sky astrologers experience people who follow sky astrology we have literally seen the power of the neptune returning home in pisces now what would would that be well the long and short of it is 166 years ago people were slowly waking up and there were some situations of understanding that we did not just die. You know, like the Catholic Church says, you born and then you go and then you die. That wasn't um, the ideas behind spiritualism. Spiritism. Spiritism. Yeah. And this concept came about, you know, where people were, I guess, getting information from other sources of individual sources and looking outside the box of what was, what energies were 
around, but we're not seen. And so they're called these spirits. So spiritist philosophy postulates that humans, along with all other living beings, are essentially immortal spirits that temporarily inhabit physical bodies for several necessary incarnations to attain moral and intelligent improvement. So, you know, now we would probably say to, um, you know, grow and be more spiritually aligned or whatever, but the essence is that we, we don't die and that there's an immortal spirit or soul, right? And this idea came about and was coined by a French gentleman, Alan Kardec, who on the 30th of April, 1856, as Neptune was zero degrees, okay, had his first, you could say, um, experience with uh, in a in a group with mediums where he felt he was inspired to devote more or less the rest of his life into writing and um, studying uh, the, the the or and also um, creating this philosophy around spiritism. Okay, and the reason that I'm speaking on this briefly is because of the current discussion about life of of the embryo, and because skystrology um, works a lot around the zero space, the womb space. This is why it's so important to have this lens. So also when we talk about the sky astrology lens and mathematically what's happening. So we looked at the Pluto transition, the Pluto is connected to Scorpio, sexual waters, Jupiter, Sagittarius, and then Jupiter is with Neptune in the Yoni of the Yonis, Pisces <laughs> uh, space with the fetus, cetus, uh, <laughs> sperm whale, or sea dragon. And uh, actually, currently, the constellation of Aries is also involved because even though our sun's ecliptic path does not go directly through any parts of the constellation of Aries like it does for most of the of the constellations like Pisces, etc. Nor does it go through the constellation of Cetus, but it goes through a happy medium between the two. And it aligns with two very powerful stars that I have mentioned in my Instagram feed um, before it's Menkar and Hamal. And that's where it is um, now, just moving slowly away, and we call this part of the sky Satari's, just to bring in vocally the two um, names that are contributed to these constellations. And it's still a theme of birth and coming from the womb space, which we see as a space holder for the spirit, for the soul, before it incarnates and comes into this earth plane by the springing and by the push into the world of Aries going forth into this earth plane. And so the interesting thing that I thought all this discussion about a woman's right to choose leading up to the celebration of Mother's Day. The celebration, which is actually, we could say, her birthday, the day that she gives birth to something, which is what a mother is, right? So they told us a mother, sometimes anybody can give birth to something that's true. And, you know, it's a, it goes on to be more complicated than that. Someone who cares for that thing which she gives birth to. And 
so without going on a long, you know, I could go off on so many tangents. I won't. What I want to bring to the table before I share the discussion uh, that I had with Cha Cha is that we have completed this circle, this cycle with Neptune and returning to the womb space, if you will, with Jupiter there as well. And I truly believe that it's an opportunity that these issues are on the table. And it's a chance for people to start having evolved conversations about these things because things change. We are living in a different world than we were living in 46 years ago. And I talk about that in the next segment. So if anything that you get from this podcast is to acknowledge that the universe does have clues on this um, weekend, on the day that over 50 countries celebrate Mother's Day, um, the moon will be returning home to the Cancer constellation. So, of course, when you are not looking to the sky, and if you don't know your constellations or you don't know how to use an app, you can learn now because we're living in the age of information. Some information you're allowed to listen to and view, some not, but this you are. <laughs> and so um, even though the stars of Cancer are not very bright, the star of Regulus is. And Regulus is the next constellation over that will be in the sky the same time as Cancer. And before Cancer, there's the bright stars of Gemini, where actually the moon is at the end now aligning with Procyon, which is my star. Not my star. Don't say that. Go on, Dad. It's the close, the star that is closest. Well, I got another one. Don't I, I think. Anyway, it's one, It's the star that followed me around or I felt drawn to in Egypt. That is the truth. So whatever it is, it's the one that was part of my awakening about the power of these stars and how they are accessible to us and how there is a message when we see clearly, when we look up. Yeah. And when we're open to have an evolved discussion and, and when we're open to have a curiosity about anything that doesn't seem conclusive, then we need to keep talking like adults, not screaming at each other, not being angry because anger doesn't have the vibration for to help us to really get a solution, right? So I think, you know, I could say so much. Um, what I wanna say is that in my research, also your yeah, Mercury's going retrograde. <laughs> so like Mercury is redoing this as well. It's like, you can't make it up in Taurus, over the Pallades, over the Seven Sisters. Um, I have been working on a mommy and me alchemy consultation for about a year since uh, I introduced the zero house into, oops, house, we don't even call it house anymore, experience into the sky astrology um, expressions. And yeah, if you are interested in seeing your sky with your mother's sky and looking at the jewels and the connections that can be so telling, especially also for heavenly mothers who have a heavenly mother's day, they are with you. I've experienced this myself. I lost my mother 
um, four years ago. Well, she transitioned, but she makes herself known. And I don't know how it works, but I have proof that it does. And yeah, I if I'm seeing clearly, I saw clearly, and it's not just me, then I know, um, yeah, how powerful that is. And it's a good day to collectively honor what a mother is, one that gives birth to anything. And so Mother's Day is like, it's everybody's mother's beer birthday and right and so let's give over the birthday to our mothers and uh, be earthlings and acknowledge that as our true birth be earth day okay so that's enough from me it's 20 minutes if you're still here well done <laughs> um, I would normally play you some music but I can't, it's not private. So <laughs> I will, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast with with Natasha of The Sorting House. Please follow her blog, very um, provocative and intelligent uh, writings, very talented writer she released a book wrote together with an english uh man the book is called the french man who wanted no the english english man who wanted to clean up france and it's an incredible journey actually a man went just went around picking up trash as natasha always does as we all should be doing and what he discovered and he's still picking up trash and he's traveling through france and people are buying the books and it's an incredible journey and natasha was a co-writer with that book and you can get a little clip of a chapter with the link that i'm gonna put in the description so yeah that's all for now wishing you and yours so much unconditional love non-judgment and peace and discussion and open-mindedness um, in these times thanks for listening and cheerio until the next segment here's part two <laughs> hello 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 this is just an impromptu podcast <laughs> with <laughs> um, one of the friends of Sky Astrology, one of our um, very important cheerleaders, and that is The Sorting House. Uh, Sorting House has a blog, which we will put in the description because it is a blog that really questions and philosophizes about the nature of our world and the nature of our responses to this beautiful mother earth in so many um, aspects of our integration with it and how we are um, interacting with her on a daily basis welcome sorting house Hello, hello. Okay, so I just wanted to take this time because I love how you um, process information. And there's been a lot of, um, of course, normal, because we're in CETUS season, if you will. But there's been um, some misinformation, you know, even like saying, this is the head of or this is the tail of Cetus, someone said, and it was actually the head of Cetus. And I was like, oh God, I need to like, you know, one thing in this waking up process and the metamorphosis, as I've said, is that it's great to come and to see clearly now and to look up and not be um, programmed by what's not true in Western astrology, but it's especially important during this transition to be at least astronomically clear about what's happening in the sky 
So, you know, I've shared with you the fact that even we have some people using the, um, the logistic failings, if I will, of the Skyview apps. Great app, I love it. I still use it all the time, but it only shows one constellation at a time if you're positioning it. And because Aquarius and Capricorn share space, a lot of space, you could actually position the app to just show the one constellation. And in this case, say you would show just the Aquarius constellation, but say Venus, which it was, was actually still in Capricornius. That's what Sky Astrology calls it, Capricornius because it is amongst the stars of Capricorn and Aquarius, but not exclusively, not even yet in the exclusive part of the sky, which is Aquarius. And so remember I told you that, yeah? Mm -hmm. So here we have um, a situation where I thought it would be really interesting to, you know, talk about the personal experience and to go deep and to do something Sataris and Piscetus in the midst of this row and wade and row okay so what is what you know it's like weird that's weird leading up to Mother's Day in most so many countries um, we have this thing coming up about my body, my choice, and um, legal or illegal mm. abortions um, mm. and the ending of life. Now, I have to say what went through my mind is that, first of all, my mother, you know, I can share this with her, my mother was one of those women who were misinformed about sexual relations um, back in the 50s. And um, there were doctors who gave illegal abortions when it was illegal to have one. And I don't know how many she had, but there were some not such there was more than one or two or maybe three and she, I knew she was traumatized because once or twice with too many brandies she talked about you know some mishaps of those abortions and actually she ended up having a hysterectomy when I was like eight or maybe she was 30 I don't know because of something going wrong with this procedure um, and I know, you know, she even knew the sex of her first child that she didn't have, that she aborted. So I, this year, you know, had this whole realization, um, through taking notes like we do as sky astrologers of when things happen. And just to make a long story short, and also because... I am um, someone who drinks Kangen water and I was gifted by Jilly um, the machine but I was I was so um, unable to 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 accept it or to appreciate the fact that somebody actually giving me something so valuable that somebody actually cared so much to give something because of having challenges with my um, my oh my womb right my ovaries and it worked for her to start drinking the water and so she's like well, what if you had what if you could have them you know have a machine and she actually boom boom did it and it was here and I was like in shock and then once I was in shock I was like oh it's so precious I didn't you know I was afraid to set it up myself so I waited for somebody to come anyway what happened was both of those so what happened actually be between that is that I started because of Jilly as well. She reached out to somebody here in London who started to send me water. Uh, to shout out to um, Byron, who would, you know, with his own money, send me 
water, um, Kangen water that he got. And also Maria, who's also in, she's part of, she's not really in the wake, but she's also got her machine, the water, water unity, water is the way to unity, reached out to her to give me water before I even had a machine. So it was, you know, they were taking care of me and they were like, you get so much value to our lives with Sky Astrology, you are worth it. They kept saying you are worth it. But it wasn't until I saw that there was this 40 day between getting the machine and hooking it up and the 40 weeks of getting shared water before I had the machine that it correlated to the gestation period in the womb. And when I looked at that, I thought about my mother's womb and I thought about me being in that womb where this trauma had occurred. And then I came across a Japanese um, uh, ceremony for um, women who had lost um, children through miscarriage, but also through um, termination and it's called Maizuko Kuyo, meaning water child memorial service. It's a Japanese Buddhist ceremony for those who have a miscarriage, stillbirth, or abortion. It's also practiced in Thailand and China. Um, and I thought, whoa, this makes so much sense. This this connect to understanding, you know, even just calling it a water child, which we just talked about, um, going through the energy of Cetus. Cetus is like the water child. And in Sky Astrology, we feel we are living at the end of the age of Cetus because that's where the spring equinox, um, our sun aligns with the brightest star in Cetus on the spring equinox. Um, so like, wow, connecting all those dots in my own, uh, in my own personal story with my mother's story, which is my story and being led by that, by the numbers and by these, you know, correlations, I did take time to hold space for, um, the, the 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 souls the souls that were that I shared my mother's womb with and when I do that I have to think about of course you know my position on abortion and I will have to say I had one when I was very young um and I didn't really want to but, you know, a lot of times it's a joint decision in these times or in that time as like 40 years ago or something. Um, in any event, and I'm just talking straight talk because I don't want to color candy coat it for anybody. But what we know since the 80s, which is not that long ago, but it is still 40 years ago, um, there they were coming out or telling us that the babies development and heartbeat starts at 12 weeks and that the hearing starts like at 16 weeks but you can have a termination up to 24 weeks I think so my question is because it's always good to lead these challenges things with questions you caught up with with is there anything you want to say the sorting house no I'm just listening it's um it's really interesting perspective and I'm excited to hear more. Okay. Um, have I set it up right? I've told all the bits because yeah, it's well, quite emotional. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the question is now that we know, because when that bill or, you know, the law 46 years ago, maybe there was different understanding about what stage 
the fetus was in at 24 weeks. Now that we have the technology to know that from the 12th week, there's a heartbeat. From the 16th week, there's ability to slowly hear the sounds. How can we do better now that we know better, now that we have information? What's going through my head? At the same time, you have to think about, then I was falling into, but what about people who have been violated and fall pregnant? What about children who are um, you know, not going to make it. They are um, misdeveloped. Um, those are the, you know, what about there's not enough money? What about, um, yeah, any other reason that oh, somebody would want to terminate the child? And when I came and looked at those, I realized that they just pointed to me to more of the um, challenges that we are facing globally in this world at this time in in society in in the in the world in these generation now because first the rape issue, the violation, the termination, that the, the, the fact is, so let's talk about America because this is where it's happening. So in America, you have, you know, the, the pageants, this whole sex, you know, Disney, let's call it what it is, the sexualization of children so much is sexualized. The whole Holly weird, the whole f obsession with enlargements of female body parts. So you, this is part of the culture that has been growing exponentially in America, which is very sexualized at a very young age, even the clothes, you can just look at it. You know, there's just so many things that point to the fact. So when you put the energy there, you're gonna have situations where people are going to violate or, or to act in accordance to what I, in my personal opinion, is an unnatural, um, process, you know, an unnatural, um, con way for women to be, or children to be, um, considered. And if you put these images in associations with women and children that are not natural, then you're going to get unnatural responses to them, which would be violation, i.e. rape. That came to my mind. Then the next thing I'm thinking, okay, well, what if the baby is not formed right? What is the baby? Okay, so they can't see that the baby's not formed right. They can see it because they have the technology now to look before, but think back way back then, you know, things would maybe happen naturally. You know, that happens all the time. That when the baby is not viable, that there is a miscarriage because the baby has something that it doesn't allow the baby to survive the full term. So that happens naturally. Now, if something else, if it's not the perfect baby or something happens, that's where a lot of times people are, um, can terminate because of certain, you know, um, aspects of that child. Um, could that be also due to the contamination of this earth plane? The food, the GMOs, the pesticides, the E numbers, 
the vaccinations, all this unnatural chemicals, lifestyles, air, body parts, DNA that we have now. Could that be why we have so many cases of these children that are struggling to form um, healthy in the womb space? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, for sure. When we can just look at the amount of things like without getting too um, obscure, we just have to turn a packet around and see what is in the ingredients list for the most widely used cleaning products and foods. And when you start to notice that, it becomes obvious that this has been going on now for since our parents and mm -hmm. it's really building I think it's building up um, there is so many like toxins and then of course there's other things going on with pollution as well that I think it definitely has a huge um, a huge role to play in, in all of this for sure mm, 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 mm. exactly exactly you know I have I have also wanted to say because it, it has haunted me um my aunt because this is you know a people of color thing my aunt and this was we were like five or six years old she used to use ajax on our knees in the bath wow <laughs> yeah another another world <laughs> i mean that's just that's fuck. <laughs> excuse my french <laughs> like <laughs> I like really he didn't know I mean Johnson's baby we know about Johnson's and they were like yeah, Spotify well, I mean, might not even play this but let's see anyway the, the yeah. talc um the talc that is marketed I mean Ajax was obviously like I don't know maybe Whoa, they marketed that's it hard in they might have had lie in it I mean they could have had anything in it back in the 60s yeah for sure or maybe not. I mean, maybe they, you know, they started out with kind of natural things. But the, I think the more like 70s, 80s, they got more sophisticated because they were fast action. You know, Ajax then might have been slow action. But yeah, that's where my mind was taking me with... I like just to add on to that i think yeah, it's please. it just goes to show how amazing the human body actually is yeah. um and i think like that it's worth mentioning that as well yeah well, yeah we're, we're still like we were talking about the cetus and the, the sataris we're still breathing we're still you know being born we're still getting there we're still alive mm -hmm. right uh for sure Right. And um, yeah, it's quite interesting um, to to be conscious of the fact that we are in this uh, age of Sitari. We're in the age of Pisces because we're at the tail because it's flipped because it's going backwards. Right. So but the whole constellation is the sea dragon and is connected the sea dragon is connected because 40 million years ago it was a mammal walked the earth or super well, you know actually i like to refrain from saying how many million years ago because there needs to be some rectifications but we know and we're going to a place in egypt just making a blip it's if you want to come to egypt and you've had a consultation there might be one or two spaces left in september but the fact that we're gonna see from the grand the great sand sea is where there are fossils from the family of Cetos or Cetonus. Do you know what they're called? Cause you... Oh like um the um like the Latin name for the um I'm just thinking of it in French which is like Oh tell us in French. 
I'm pretty sure it's cephalopod. So this is kind of um, the same construction as set, um, set to say, and that kind of. They, they, all the words begin with that C E T. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. So the um, yeah, like we're going to be in the valley of the wells, but you know the this is the actual you know like um, the great well is of the Satus family, right? So, um, yeah, and when I'm just thinking when you think when you think full circle, when you think you from the beginning to the end, right? So what happened actually were the mammals um like kind of kind of like um doggy like were mammals and as the terror the the space changed or whatever they went slowly into the water more there was slowly water in the sahara supposedly and they slowly adapted to be water creatures from earth creatures walked on land and it's a really amazing thing that um when to see the actual development of how they started their feet you know that were walking on fours started to be smaller and then they were using them to swim and all that. Um, and if that's interesting, the case, wouldn't it be like coming in a way kind of full circle with starting as walking on land, then swimming in the sea, but then walking on land again? because I say that because just connecting basically like how why do dolphins assist in childbirth mm -hmm. right and this assistance that we need to birth a new um, understanding of our water selves of our water child if you will right to carry that knowledge because we know water is knowledge and information so that we can come through and leave this age with an experience that uh, helps us to really move into pure Pisces which is as we know in sky astrology and, and observe the true change of energies when um, Neptune is at zero degrees that it is a otherworldly mystical and spiritual um, energy but what's interesting to note is that because Pisces has been the, the constellation of Pisces and the age of Pisces has been also infiltrated by this struggle, if you will, this challenge of mm. the Sita story, then it hasn't actually had its pure spiritual age, if you will, because it's always been, um, if you go from the back to the front, it's always been a part of the Sita's energy as well. So unfortunately, in this incarnation... Um, I might not be there because it takes 72 years to move to the next one and it's not like a light switch it's a dimmer you know when you come back in the next life you come back age of Pisces because we have eight more degrees that's eight times 72 how many is that eight times 72 56 576 years which is doable because my last incarnation well the latest one that i know of she was born in 1542 that was 400 years ago <laughs> so, as i like to think of it because we're talking about like yeah sky astrology is soul work so you might not the work you do now might not be and the work we do as a collective might not change today tomorrow in 10 years or whatever it might change in the next age because they're all connected and so I welcome this challenge whatever it may be with um, 
Wode and Wade because we have new information and it's worthy of a discussion, of an educated discussion that we know and through this last two years that there is, there are other agendas and we need to put all this information together to have a discussion about it. You know, no matter, you know, it's not about polarity because that's separation, but it's about, you know, curiosity and question, question everything, which is very much um, one of the things I love about your, um, my conversations with you and your, your blog, The Sorting House. Yeah, we love to question everything <laughs> and look at all perspectives open-mindedly mm, and what what stars were rising at the time of your birth again oh my star ascendant rising was the star constellation of orion yes which is really the energies both of the gemini the air the curious one but also the real nature and physicality of this mother earth right and finding not just asking for the sake of asking questions but asking to really um, bring about um, answers and solutions to these like you do picking up trash everywhere you go and then as you ask why do people leave this trash <laughs> <laughs> It's a good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But keep asking questions because, you know, it, it, like you say, it is also, you know, important to, um, if we don't ask these questions, like when we say the ones with the squeakiest wheel get the most attention, you don't ask, you don't get, and you don't put the energy out there. That's like when the moon is in Gemini, um, it's thought a good time for the seeds to spread. It's called the flowering phase, right? Because they spread far and wide, right? And so these, this, this use, it's useful to use all that we have to be curious during this change of age, during the time of waking up, during the BC, we call it after COVID, no BC, before COVID, AC after COVID to use that time you know it's got to be good for something <laughs> that time where we were exploring and had time on our hands to see some things in plain sight um, to now look for how we can keep that conversation going and get some answers so thank you for letting me kind of unpack this this train of thought I was having about this current event, but, you know, taking it a little bit beyond the, you know, the, the, the kind of the aggression polarity that it's bringing up um, in the States. It's so weird how the States is like this kind of um, theater stage auditorium. <laughs> Uh, they really like seem to play it out. <laughs> Says the two women living in Europe. It's like their turn. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, quite interesting um, times. And um, may I just end this to say again that Pluto is not retrograde yet. And so this is also important to know that these, you know, monumental things are happening when Pluto is stationary, just like, you know, uh, supposedly one man buying um, Twitter. Um, and Twitter was started at the beginning when Pluto went into Sagittarius. And now as it's about to exit and as Pluto stationary, this has been bought by a man who thinks it's a good idea to put um, chips into pigs' heads. So. The writing's on the wall, folks. <laughs> Time to, you know, let your voices heard. Breathe in 
and um, know that it's a soul's journey, that it's our souls that never die, and that we're asking the questions that our souls are asking, maybe for the past soul incarnations and for our future soul incarnations. Would you like to say something? Um, no, just stay in observant, keep looking up and keep asking questions. Thank you. Thank you for being the guest and having that conversation with me. Thank you for your perspective. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody, like, so many people are fighting each other and she's like, this is just... It's so sad to see us that we're falling out over what people are eating and what people are choosing to do with their bodies and like all of these things. And this is exactly what they want us bickering over, um, over things that, that don't matter so that we're not actually joining forces and going mm. against the people that are causing all the issues in our world and, and destroying innocence kind of mm. thing. Mm-hmm yeah that's true so, yeah it was a different like she was aiming it in a different kind of way than around this abortion thing i think she was talking about something else but it's so true like that what she was saying is that we we shouldn't really be divided as women and we shouldn't really be divided as as a larger group of people who really just are trying to get by um in a world that has been really infiltrated and um set up to profit from us and separate and, us yeah yeah and destroy life the thing that keeps us um that keeps us alive like truly alive because mm -hmm. obviously we've got a lot of people that appear alive around us but i'm not sure that they really are i think it's been a long time that the life within them has kind of gone out mm -hmm. and so yeah i think this all all of this is like flip-flopping um you must get vaccinated and now it's oh everybody should have a choice over their body and like this is the thing that drove me mad at the start of the pandemic was that no no coherence whatsoever and i get it like we can all have a certain level of incoherence and kind of you know have biases and confirm our biases and things like that but i do think the level of incoherence that you know oh all of a sudden we're bothered about this now all of a sudden we're bothered about this and it, i'm like yeah what happened to the things that we were bothered about like three months ago mm -hmm. has anybody checked in on that or do, yeah. do we just not care anymore i know i'm like where are the children every time i see that jason guy i every time he goes live the one who were who somebody told him about they were working in the dumps and they were working in Australia and you know they're they're they are saving the children and stuff like that and he's getting word from blah 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 during like that's like a year ago and every time I see him come online I put in the comments where are the children yeah you know and it's yeah like it's true and this is perpetuating in so many things because. That is the, you know, I think the impact of the AI um, gadgets, you know, to keep the short attention span, you know, it's, it's really, it's really interesting how, um, you know, all this stuff is becoming into play. And this is kind of, you wake up and you're like, in a, in a, in a um, science fiction movie. Yeah. Really? <laughs> You know, the ones we used to look at when we were younger, thinking, oh, that's so far away. Yeah, fact is stranger than fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love uh, the perspective of Taylor and, you know, some things that she said really changed my life. I just want to say um, the one where she said that the people who are not, you know, conscious, aware of the agendas. They're prisoners of war. Yeah. And it really helped me to shift this, like, what it call sheep or, like, you know, this separation um, yeah. agenda that, 
you know, was prevalent, especially at that time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, really, really useful. I love her perspective. Like, she has so many valid points and, and interesting perspectives, like, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, the main thing is, what I say, what my radar tells me now, is if they try to censor you, there's some validity to what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Sure. That That is like, that's my um, way to kind of decipher what's true and what's not false. What's false. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you are all over YouTube saying X, Y, Z, then, yeah. you know, obviously it's not you know, true and it's agenda or controlled demolition or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, if you're, you know, a, a woman who's just been emotionally speaking from her heart and sharing her perspective. It's not like she has five million followers or a million or half a million and she gets censored. Well, then obviously they don't want you to hear what she has to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 